Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning and welcome to the Clydesdale Media News Segment. We are so excited to have Noble uh, CMO Todd Mullaney with us today. Todd, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you for having me, Scott. This will be fun. Yeah, so what we want to talk about is you've got a lot going on at Noble. Um, and I want to start with kind of just a little bit of the origin. You guys came out of the CrossFit space, which is really cool to see a company grow that started inside the CrossFit space. Yeah, absolutely we did. So so we launched Noble in January of 2015. We started at the East Coast Championship in Boston, which was a, a CrossFit event, um, you know, during the regionals era, uh, before sanctionals and before semifinals. And uh, we had a retail booth in CrossFit. And in that year, we traveled around the country uh, exhibiting at other, you know, CrossFit events, although they technically, I guess, weren't CrossFit events, although they were, I don't know, it was that kind of uh, crazy chapter in time. Um, and we've really organically grown, you know, uh, with the community and endured, you know, all the ups and downs and uh, exciting growth and, and, you know, have built that uh, into our brand, into our DNA. And it's something we're really proud of. And, you know, one of the things that we say uh, often is, you know, Nike started in running and Adidas started in soccer and Noble started in CrossFit, and we will grow into all of those other categories in sports over time. Um, but Noble will, or but CrossFit will come with us, and that's something that we're really proud of. So, how long have you been along the journey with Noble? Yeah, so Marcus, Michael, and I were together when we started the company. Um, Marcus, Michael, and I had been uh, working together since 2013, um, and we actually had two other businesses before Noble. Um, but ultimately uh, started the company. It was the three of us in, in January of 2015. Uh, my role was really building out all of the marketing and digital infrastructure for the brand. So I, I was coding our first website, doing our social media, um, hitting send on the emails, working with all the athletes, to every, you know, really everything day to day for the brand um, was my role. And, and we grew organically over time. And now we've got, you know, a much bigger team. Uh, thankfully, uh, to support all the things we're doing. Um, but it was it was the three of us when we started. It has to say something about the three of you to and the chutzpah that you guys have to jump into the shoe space when there are these huge icons that have been there for a while and established to be an up-and-comer and try to get a part of that market. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, a bit of background is that Marcus and Michael um, were former executives at Reebok and, and Michael was the global creative director there. So and, you know, had worked in other of the, the bigger athletic brands, Puma and others. Um, so, you know, they brought a wealth of experience from the footwear industry. And I think what I complimented to that was a level of uh, naivety, naivety, whatever that word is. Um, yeah. But but I didn't know any better. You know, I had started several of my own brands myself. Um, all I knew was social media marketing with athletes, events and storytelling um, and direct to consumer e-commerce. And we launched at a time when uh, 
you know, customers were looking for an underdog. They were looking for an alternative brand. And you saw that in various categories from, you know, uh, eyewear to skincare to luggage. And, and we happen to be that brand in footwear um, and apparel for athletics. We obviously started in footwear. Um, and, we, you know, because of that, there was a real appetite for us right out of you know, right out of the gates and people were becoming much more familiar with shopping online. And that's the only place you could find Noble. Um, and it really worked out, but we never, we never thought of it as we're going to challenge Reebok or challenge these brands. We just focused on building a kick-ass brand that we loved, you know, and that we wanted to wear and we were proud of and connect with people intimately. And because we had such limitations around inventory and, and, budgets and all these other things like we couldn't possibly challenge those brands. Um, so we didn't even think about that. We, you know, we had to be an underdog and underdogs think differently and we thought differently about it. Um, and, you know, we were able to build an incredible wave of momentum over time. Well, your growth rate has been insane, insane. Like, so I have an MBA just to let you know my background. I study business like your growth rate is unreal and and unseen in a lot of areas now you're you're charging into other sports so you are an official partner of the pga you sponsor scott stallings in in that realm now it's just been announced that you are working with the nfl and you are the presenting sponsor of the nfl combine so walk us through uh your thinking about that sure uh well, it's exciting as heck. Um, we're, you know, even just kind of hearing it playing back, it just gives me goosebumps and, um, you know, gets me motivated to get to, get to work. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of thinking around it. I mean, Noble, obviously, like I said, we started in CrossFit, but our DNA really is a training brand. Um, and CrossFit is one methodology of training. And there are others. And there are a lot of people, um, you know, how we've talked about our community is we're a brand for people who work hard and don't make excuses. And there are a lot of people in CrossFit, obviously, who live up to that. But there's a lot of people in other categories training for other things um, that work hard and don't believe in excuses, too. And that's how we've built the brand. Started in CrossFit, laser focused on CrossFit, building that community, then building on that through other gym studio environments lifetime fitness where we have a partnership people are using our shoes in group fitness classes in equinox barry's boot camp orange theory um, and we have a great uh, foundation in those categories as well and then in that as we start to evolve the brand expand our product category you know one of the great areas of opportunity that we see is sports specific training and you're seeing a huge level of tra transformation happening in golf over the last five to 10 years. Scott's a prime example of it. Um, but training equips you to be better at whatever it is that you are competing in competitively. So while, you know, with football and we have Mac Jones and, and others, you know, there are brands that own, you know, quote unquote sport. And we want to own training and training is what prepares you for Sunday. So it's not only about what happens on the field you know on sunday afternoon it's about the preparation and the work that went in the six days before you got there and through that as a brand that was born primarily direct to consumer social media native um, as we continue to expand from 
an emerging brand to an established brand, there are new ways to connect with different audiences of people who are starving for an alternative, just like our the heritage of our brand, you know, like we talked about. And the con way to connect with those audiences um, will be through digital and social, but it, there's other things that we need to do as well um, to really connect with them you know, deeply with authentic roots, which is something that is really important to us. And partnerships are going to be a great vehicle for us to broadcast our message of training for golf and for PGA Tour training and for the NFL audience and combine training. Um, and those are two, you know, two big examples that we're excited to just knock out of the park. So the NFL it's no secret they are the big dog in sports in this country and hitching your wagon to that horse is a really really big deal you are going to be sponsoring the combine and from everything i've read you're going to upgrade the athlete experience now we crossfitters know you guys are very good at the athlete experience um it is well renowned at the games the the what you do for the athletes to show them off with your apparel. Um, what do you have planned for the NFL combine or is that still top secret? Well, I don't want to give away too much because there is some exciting work happening that will, you know, certainly be revealing in a exciting way, similar to what we've done in CrossFit. But I would say that, you know, CrossFit really has been the Petri dish for us to establish how can we present our brand differently than what's been done previously. And we did that really well with the athlete experience at the games, with the athlete HQ in the locker room, in the um, concierge program for, you know, getting them kitted and created content with them. And we feel like that opportunity exists with the NFL. And it's been validated through the homework we did in our diligence process of, you know, uh, considering that partnership and through the conversations we've had with the NFL very early on. One of the cool things um, is that the NFL was actually at the CrossFit Games this year and we hosted them um, and toured them through all of the work that was done in Madison for the athletes and otherwise. And, you know, the, the word they kept using over and over to describe it was impressive and feeling like there's an opportunity for us to really bring that into the way the athletes are celebrated through the combine and equipped, which I think is a really important component to being ready for, for, you know, the biggest job interview of their lives, which is the NFL combine. Um, how can we make sure that they have all of the equipment tools and uh, you know, environments to be ready for those big moments. And that comes through, you know, an absolute state of the art athlete facility um, and a safe space for them, you know, which is something that we feel like we can bring and we're, we're working on actively uh, now with the NFL to do so. So I know that was part of it. And I have a question about that is it's in Indianapolis at the, um, uh, I Lucas can't Oil. remember the name Lucas of the stadium. Oil. Lucas Oil Stadium. Beautiful stadium, by the way. Um, are, is this going to be a permanent structure that you're building, or is it temporary just for the combine? Uh, it will be It will be temporary, um, similar to what we did in, at the CrossFit Games. 
Um, but the idea is that it's built in such a way that we can recreate it in other NS NFL environments, you know, to really start to permeate that audience with our DNA. Um, that's one of the things that matters to us greatly is we're bringing Noble to a new audience, um, but we feel really comfortable and confident with who we are as a brand. Um, and that's something that we're going to stay true to. You'll experience that through what we do at the Combine, and then we'll be able to take that and transfer it to, you know, other events, whether it's the Super Bowl or the draft or the Pro Bowl or these other, you know, real key tentpole events for that uh, for that community um, in a very noble fashion, uh, which is, you know, which is different than what other brands have done. And I think there's a real appetite for it. And you'll be outfitting uh these football players as they interview for for jobs going into the draft right this is a completely different style of athlete than a golfer or a crossfitter you're going to have a 400 pound defensive lineman um, all the way to 180 pound wide receiver um, what are those challenges like going in and do you have enough like road or runway going into it to kind of prepare for that yeah, great question. I mean, it is a different athlete and obviously, you know, body types and builds are, you know, are different um, than than the CrossFit athletes. Um, but CrossFit athletes are pretty unique in their build as well. You know, and we've been able to build product that they that they love. And the good thing about what we've done internally at Noble over the last year uh, or so is build out a, a leadership team in different areas of the business that have true expertise and experience. So we've brought on members who have experience at the combine building product for the combine um, over time. Um, and they're going to help us make sure we absolutely nail it from a fit perspective, from a you know compression perspective with everything that we deliver to them. Um, we know that uh, we need to get it right and we will. Um, do we wish we had more time? Yeah, always. <laughs> but for some reason, we tend to do our best work uh, when our back's against the wall. We did it last year with the games. We'll do it this year with the combine. Then we'll iterate and improve. And, you know, over time, we'll get it to a place that is, um, is something that's really amazing. And I think we're going to start at a great place this year. So what have you learned over the past two years of being the title sponsor of the CrossFit Games that helps you moving forward into these other ventures? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the CrossFit Games is about as complex as an event that exists. Like it really is. Um, and it's an international event. And it's a it's a re really a short season when you look at the, the calendar from last chance qualifier until the games and so on and so forth. So we've really cut our teeth in a really uh, advanced, you know, Petri dish, for lack of a better description. And so much of that is transferable into what we're doing in these other uh, these other partnerships, these other leagues, um, which allows us to have a level of confidence in what we're doing at the Combine, just as one example. Um, but CrossFit is a unique community, as, as you both know, um, which gives real-time feedback, you know, for, for the things you do really well and the things they're not happy about, too. And that's awesome because it's allowed us to be extremely responsive to feedback and, you know, improving things along the way. 
And as we go into, you know, bigger categories and, you know, um, you know, categories that have longer lead times and product development and all these other things, it's actually more time than we've ever had in anything we've developed in CrossFit. And we've developed some freaking amazing stuff. Um, so it gives us a level of confidence that we can, we can translate our, our, you know, our process, our way of thinking, our way of working into these new audiences as we, you know, as we mature the business, you know, which is we've only launched in 2015. And to your earlier point, we now are head to head with these brands. You know, we, we don't talk about it that way, but it, it's the reality, you know? So in that, you know, we're parallel pathing. How do we professionalize, establish our supply chain, our, you know, organization, our, you know, business processes to able, allow us to start to work further in advance while also remaining really nimble, really competitive, really kind of bleeding edge. Um, and that's more the area that I live in because uh, I, I think that's the fun part. Um, but we're doing both. And, and in that, these are long-term partnerships. So we'll be able to grow into them and, you know, really hopefully change the DNA of, of what people think when they think of a PGA Tour golfer or of, uh, you know, the combine as a fan experience event or things like that. Yeah, it's funny you bring up supply chain because, you know, what we've heard from the community and, you know, CrossFitters are probably the most passionate audience and consumer out there that if you believe in something like if this is your grip, you're going to live and die with that grip. Right. And then once you find a shoe that is your shoe and nobody can tell you different um, supply chain issues. Right. One of the things that have that has come out from the community is that you guys are out of stock a lot. But we also know and I don't know if they understand this. There is a global su supply chain issue with materials. How much has that affected Noble over these past few years? Uh, it's been challenging. Like there's no doubt. I mean, there's the there's various there's various components of supply chain. There's the sourcing of the materials and the, you know, obviously the development of them, which has been uh, impacted quite a bit over the last two years. But then there's also in that what that does is further down the line, it creates um you know, really a bottleneck in the transportation component of getting either materials or product from point A to point B. And our materials come from all over the world. You know, the, the super fabric material you'll see in our most popular trainer is made in the United States, but the footwear is made in Asia. So what that does requires us to manufacture here, air freight it to Asia, manufacture the shoes and air freight them back. Now, with all of the brands that are experiencing similar challenges, everybody's competing for that real estate on a plane or on a boat. So what that does is it drives up the cost of freight um, and, you know, creates implications around timing of product launches and deliveries and all of that stuff that is some of it's unpreventable. Like we are doing everything we can to get further in advance, um, but it has impact on margins, it has impact on timing of launches on, you know, thought this product was coming in for this date and it's not here. And it's sitting on a boat outside of LA and there's a hundred other boats sitting there too. And we have zero impact on that. 
We've lost containers that have fallen off boats <laughs> with our product in it. We've had 18 wheelers crash and have the shoes all over the highway. I mean, this is business and, and, and it's, um, you know, it's kind of the operational side of things that aren't sexy and, and the end user doesn't see in our beautiful content on Instagram, um, but, it, but it's the reality of it. Um, so we've been impacted by it, but, you know, if we're, if we're catering to an audience that doesn't make excuses, we we're sure as hell not going to make them either. Um, you know, this is the line of work that we're in and we need to deliver and, and we will. Um, and you know, when it's all said and done, we're super proud of, of having navigated it in the way we have, but it's not over yet. Um, there's really no destination in mind when it comes to like, supply chain it's just a matter of it's an iterative process to continue to improve our development and Q, improve our qc expand our timelines you know get more product on boats so that it's much more you know economical so that we can do things like give 20 dollars per jersey to the athletes and you know other stuff like that um but uh, you know it doesn't come without its challenges there's no question and, and in all fairness to you, you don't even know who the athletes are going to be until, what, two months before the games? Right. And, right. and you don't know who's going to be invited to the NFL Combine until the NFL makes that list. So you, you are restricted by that as well in this space. I got to ask you this. In 2015, could you ever imagine that Noble would have a booth, and I'm being very liberal with booth, it's now a house at the CrossFit Games, and you release a jersey and it looks like Black Friday at any retail store in the country? You know, there's so many layers to that question. Um, <laughs> so, like, let's let's break it down a little bit. So when we launched in 2015, we started at the ECC and then we went to the regionals, the CrossFit regionals in Minneapolis and Seattle and Hartford and Atlanta, and we had 10 by 10 or 10 by 20 booths. And like, we weren't thinking more than, you know, four to six months in advance. And that was even generous because they were a team of three, just literally hammering the nails and, you know, building the boxes ourselves. Um, and what happened coming out of the regionals is we intended to have a booth at the games in Carson. And we were prevented from doing that because you know, the title sponsor at that time found us to be a competitor, which we were like flat. It was flattering, <laughs> like competitor. We're in a 10 by 10 tent, you know, like I went to Home Depot this morning and bought this wood literally. Um, so that required us to do things differently. And I remember in 2015, 2016, we weren't allowed to be at the games as as a as a brand. So we were there supporting our athletes and, you know, we had, I think Brooke Wells is the only athlete we had in, in that year uh, in 16. And um, I remember sitting literally in the very last row of the tennis stadium. And did you guys go to the tennis stadium? Were you there for any of those years? I did not. I'm, I'm so sad that I never got that opportunity. My first games was 17. Yeah. Okay. So, so in the tennis stadium, there was all the primary seating and then they had like bleachers built at the top, like behind, which was just kind of GA and we were in the bleachers and I was literally in the, the last row of the bleachers watching one of those events. And I remember it being 2015 or 2016 and thinking, okay, you know, Reebok has 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 
as the 10 year partner of the games and like what would it mean for us to be in a position to take over the title sponsorship and after 2020 and it was just a momentary fleeting thought right and but you look around and you see the signage you see the cameras from espn you see these athletes on the field wearing you know nike and reebok and nike had driven like huge um 18 wheelers through the college or through the parking lot that year because they were banned and they ran a campaign that said beat us don't ban us uh ban us with the uh the retro air jordan inspired metcon that year so like you know all the big players were there and we were we weren't there like honestly other than being mentally there um but i do remember vividly thinking what would it take you know and and it wasn't a real exhaustive strategic exercise around you know all of these steps to get us to this place but it did feel like it was possible. That's the only thing I remember from that moment is thinking it is possible. There's five years, it could be done. Um, whether we would want to do it, whether it makes sense to do it, whether it can afford to do it, who knows, but I just remember that it was possible. And then by 2018, we were having quite a bit of momentum and things were growing. And we had added a few athletes. And then by 2019, we went into the CrossFit Games and we had just added Tia and Katrin. And we were actively disrupting the space by then. So we were had a retail ex experience at the Games through WIT. And 2019 was a crazy year at the CrossFit Games because there was change in leadership. There was no more media. There was like you know, complications between the Reebok and CrossFit relationship. And we kind of just came in the back door, had a had a component of retail and we set up, we bought, we bought a trailer spot in the park. We got one and then we set up like a media uh, area there and we showcased uh, interviews with Katrin and Tia and Brooke and other athletes. And we had a real disruptive presence and momentum was building in a pretty tremendous way. And that carried us and amplified us into 2020 and then COVID hit and we had accelerated to this point coming out of that year where we were, you know, probably in a position where we could do it if we fully, fully committed to pulling it off. Change in ownership at CrossFit happened to be somebody that we had a, you know, a, a, a you know, somewhat of a relationship with. We were able to get a seat at the table actively there and we went for it. We made the decision, look, we're going to go for it. The community is going through an incredible transition. And, you know, it's a community that's opened their doors in Australia, in Iceland, in Austria, you know, in London, um, in California. And like I've personally slept on the couches of affiliate owners while we're shooting with our athletes in their gyms. Who would we be and what would Noble actually mean to this community if at a moment in time where there's an opportunity for real change and leadership that we turned our back and didn't didn't step up? And that was those are the conversations we had internally. And we decided, look, we're going to go for it and we're going to go for it with everything that we have. And we did. And the last two years are the response that you've seen to it. Um, and it's it's allowed us to have this platform to have active conversations with the, the PGA and the NFL are two of the top five biggest sports entities in America. And in 2021, we had the PGA tour of the CrossFit games in 2022, we had the NFL at the CrossFit games and the PGA tour. I don't know who will be there in 2023. Um, but 
to say like we had it mapped out perfectly no but i would say we thought about these things like we we had you know these thoughts in our head we had you know all of the steps in place such if we got the opportunity we could at least consider it and that's all you can really hope for and there was the same thing with the combine i've been aware that the combine is carved out from the uniform deal for many years and it was held by under armor for close to 10 years um, these things, you know, are part of understanding the industry and understanding the opportunities that could exist down the road. And ultimately, they've all kind of accelerated and come together within a much shorter timeline than we ever expected. And now we got to deliver on them. Um, but, you know, nothing is impossible. And that's kind of how we've approached it. I love that. I love that attitude. I've you know, as someone who started my own business in this space, um, it it resonates with me a lot. I do have to address one concern, and I want to get it to a couple fun things to finish. But the community, you know, I we talked about it before. They are as passionate as there is in sports. There is a concern that now that you're with the NFL and you're with the PGA, that you're going to be the next whoop that leaves CrossFit. And I just wanted to know if you could address that to the community. Yeah, that's that's not happening. I can assure you. Um, as we talked about early on, you know, CrossFit is the methodology that we were born into, and the components of it from a conditioning, weightlifting, gymnastic, endurance, they all translate really well into these other activities. And when we say we're bringing CrossFit with us, that's what we mean. And at think about how do we support CrossFit properly, one of the areas of opportunity from our perspective is to really validate it through exposing it to much bigger, broader audiences and celebrating the characters of this community as equal peers to the biggest stars in the NFL, the biggest stars in the PGA, the biggest, you know, most well-known celebrated athletes of the Olympics to say, yeah, and we think T is as impressive as any of them, if not more. And what that does is it creates um, a level of awareness from people who maybe didn't know about CrossFit or maybe didn't take it as seriously as we do. Um, and in that, um, we really help, we really feel like we can help professionalize validate and bring CrossFit into the future um, as a professional sport, as a professional organization. Um, and there's no question the methodology works because all of these athletes and all these other sports are doing it. Whether they call it CrossFit or not, it's happening. And I think that's the biggest thing for us is CrossFit is a leader in the space, you know, and, and through that, you know, we plan to take you know, many of these components with us into these other sports and the CrossFit is the most important partnership we have. Um, and that's not going to change. And we expect it to be one that um, goes on for many more years. Now that you have signed with the NFL, the big dog, really the dreams change, right? Anything's possible. Like anything is realistic now for you guys. What does, what does the future look like for Noble? Uh, it, it just looks like, you know, being really diligent on on delivering on everything we've committed to, you know, for the partners and athletes and community members who have helped gotten us here and to the ones who haven't yet been introduced to our brand. 
and really as an organization living up to what noble means um, and that's the mindset that we all buy into um, and if we do that and stay really focused we feel like we feel like the opportunity is right there for us and we're not going to try to uh, ironically as it say you know as crazy as it sounds with partners like the nfl we're not going to try to boil the ocean we're just going to try to be noble you know we're not any of these other brands and we couldn't be them if we tried and they couldn't be us you know and we're really comfortable and confident with who we are as a brand and in that uh, we're going to connect with the people that that agree and believe in it and 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 really try to deliver for them and our for and for our partners um, a couple of questions, and then if Charlie has anything, I'll let him jump in. Um, first of all, these shirts, the most comfortable, the softest shirt out there. How in the hell do you do it? Yeah, credit to the apparel team. It's just an awesome material. Um, it's one that we, you know, explored a few years ago because it has a really soft hand feel, um, and it's. Uh, it's a blend. It's a blend. So it, it's moisture wicking. It dries quickly. It looks great. It feels great. Um, but it's also very wearable. Um, and we love it. You know, I wear it every single day. <laughs> and just to back you up on the CrossFit thing, you're still signing athletes, some of the youngest and brightest athletes in the space. You guys just signed Emma Lawson, um, who did phenomenal in a rookie season at the games. So you're still looking for those athletes as well, correct? Oh, absolutely. We're actively engaged in athlete conversations all the time. You know, there's a lot of um, great athletes out there that aren't yet with us, and hopefully some of them will be over time. Um, and, you know, we're actively uh, looking at ways that we can enhance our relationship with the affiliate community, um, more so, even more so with the athlete community and you know tell the stories of not just the elite athletes but of you know the the you know other key members of the community um and and those are the areas that we're continuing to build on we're building out an internal crossfit team um to support this if you can believe it we we haven't had one yet because it was just our whole team was doing it you know but now we're building dedicated resources to support it all the time um and we really feel like we haven't yet scratched the surface with CrossFit and the uniforms and all of this other stuff. I think people are going to really love what we do over the next year. Yeah, that was that was my question was going to be who who is the talent scout for you guys? Because it seems like you guys are hitting home runs every person you sign. I mean, you got Madeiras, you got Mal, who's probably if Tia retires next. Yeah, so yeah, so the athletes in CrossFit is definitely a passion project of mine. And we've got, you know, a team that's helping support that. Um, but it's something that uh, we all look at together collectively and, and try to figure out who are the right fits. And usually they're ones who connect with the brand and are interested in Noble and would love to be a part of it. And, you know, we're very aware of, of, you know, the next generation and, you know, how the, how the space is changing and transitioning and, um, it's been a good stretch the last few years with Justin and Mal and, and Emma and, and others. And, and then we still have, you know, yeah, of course, we still have the icons um, that we've built the brand with and have helped build the CrossFit space, Tia, Brooke, you know, Katrin. Um, and, and I'm super proud of all those athletes, Christy O'Connell, who is just unbelievable. Um, 
it's a great group. And, and one of the ways we think about it is like, are these people we want to spend time with? You know, are these people we want to be in a room with for a weekend and hang out with and, you know, introduce to our families and other things? And do they want to spend time with each other when we're not around? And if the answer is yes, they're probably a good fit, you know, and, and we haven't been perfect in it, but we've certainly done a pretty good job. And the space is only getting more competitive, which is fun. Um, but uh, it's definitely going to be it's going to be hard to continue to maintain it, but we're going to do the best we can. I, I do know an up and coming media company that you know may want to have a conversation with you. But uh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Hey, we're recording, so fire away. That's right. <laughs> um, I actually I go to Christy O'Connell's gym, so I get to see the noble stuff like every day. Yeah. Um, and she's an amazing coach as well as an amazing athlete and an amazing person. Um, so that makes sense. How does it work? Do, do the athletes come to you? Do you go to the athletes or is it a mixture of both? It's both. It is both. Now it's interesting, like four or five years ago, we were really new and a lot of people didn't have our product or weren't that familiar with us. And, you know, we would end up engaging, you know, it, it, from an outbound perspective and in, you know, finding the key athletes that we're really excited about or interested in. And that's still the case. We still do that. But more so you see, you know, Mal O'Brien only wore Noble. She had only worn Noble since she was 12, um, you know, which is insane. Um, but she grew up with the brand. And, and uh, you know, I remember, you know, speaking with her team. And as we were, you know, talking about working with her, some of the feedback that she had or that we got from them around what her goals were. She had two goals. She wanted to win and she wanted to be a noble athlete. And like that to me was like one of the more humbling moments of the last few years, because it meant that we had built something that the next generation of, of, you know, up and comers in the sport wanted to be with us like that to me as a kid, it was like, I'm going to, I want to make the NBA and be a Nike athlete. You know, that was, the dream when you're, you know, you know, 10, 12, 14 years old. Um, and for her and for others, it was to be a noble athlete. And I think that's something that we want to maintain. We want to build into, I think Emma is similar. Um, but we, we do, we do still actively engage in, in, in connecting with others. There are, you know, athletes that have other partners and things like that. And, you know, you navigate what that looks like to figure out who's a fit and, you know, some people, you know, bring different things to the table, you know, right? We, we don't need only the podium finishers. Obviously, those are excitement and exciting and there's value there. Um, but, you know, there are other other athletes that are great fit for other reasons. And we have those, too. Um, so it's really a combination of all. But we meet every athlete or, that we sign to make sure that they're a good fit. We speak to them and understand what their family life is like, not because there's judgment there, but to understand what makes these, these people tick. Um, and in that yeah. we're trying to build a relationship that's more than transactional. Um, and to do it right, you really have to invest the time and we try to do that. So how many, how many football players or golfers are coming to you just asking about the product, right? You have Scott and you have Mac for sure. And you're new in those spaces. Are there a lot of questions? A lot. Yeah. And the NFL side, there's a lot of interest. And, um, 
we have a lot of players that wear our product organically that we send product to each year and throughout the year. Um, and there's some familiarity with it because, you know, they know what lifters are and they know what, you know, you know, they're doing power cleans and these other things. Golf is exciting because one of the parts of that relationship is that we outfit the player performance centers, which are mobile training centers that go from uh, tour stop to tour stop to tour stop and the players train in them daily. So they'll come off the course or they'll head to the performance center before they golf and they'll change into our footwear or apparel such that they don't actually have to carry a gym bag everywhere because they've already got clubs and all these other things. So the best golfers in the world are wearing our product in these player performance centers. Um, and they're getting introduced to our brand in the most natural environment for us. Um, and through that, it's great because then we're a training brand to them. And, and in that, it gives us that license to connect with them through performance. Um, it's the same thing with football. And we're building out our strategy for expanding those athlete rosters. Um, but we're being really thoughtful because, like I said, they're, they're real. It, someone endorsing your brand is a big deal. You know, we don't take that lightly. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of excitement there, a lot of outreach from a lot of names that everybody would know. Um, and that's, you know, still something we pinch ourselves over. Um, but we need to be thoughtful because we need to build this for the next 10 years, not just the next two. I love that you have a traveling training center for the golfers. That is, that's such a cool concept. And they get to know you through convenience. And then through convenience, maybe they start to love the product and then it just becomes organic. Like you said, that's yep. really, that's a really cool concept. Well, Todd, this has been awesome. I've learned so much about uh, your world and, and Noble Thank you so much for taking some time out with us. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you like what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.